Welcome to this message from Journey Church. Our hope is that you'd encounter God and His purpose for your journey. Be sure to visit us online at www.journeykc.com. Today we're going to be starting a brand new series called Pressure. Now when I say the word pressure, how many of you guys just kind of tensed up even when I said pressure, right? Because we all experience pressure. We experience pressure in our relationships. We experience pressure on our job. We experience pressure even to serve God. Sometimes we feel guilty about not doing enough. We, we experience pressure. How many of you guys have ever had a, a decision that really needed to be made in a timely manner and there was pressure because of that? We experience pressure anytime there's a major change in our life. Maybe you move. Maybe you have a, how many of you guys, when you, when you had that kid, you had a first kid, right? That was pressure, wasn't it? So we all experience pressure. And sometimes we even make pressure on our own. We even create our own pressure. So uh, just a couple weeks ago, I was on vacation. And how many of you guys, I'll just pick on the guys, how many of you guys are like me, that as soon as I sat down in the car, I was ready for a race, right? I mean, we were racing. I don't have anybody to race against except for my previous time, but we were racing and I was going to see how long I could go without stopping for a pit stop for the kids for the bathroom, right? How many of you guys just, that's you? I mean, you're just racing in there and it's like, you know, hey, but what about a bathroom break, dad? Yeah, there's a styrofoam cup right over there. Let me know, uh, but we're going to keep going. And so sometimes we put pressure on ourselves in different ways. And so when I think about pressure, I thought about canning this year because it's fall and, and we're getting the harvest in. And so I thought about like a pressure canner, a pressure cooker. How many of you guys have ever canned anything before? You put it in this thing filled with water and you heat it up really, really hot and there's pressure on the inside. I, I love it's got this, this gauge here, this temperature gauge. And then you get into this black area that simply says caution. <laughs> Why? Because if you keep going it's going to literally explode. That's what's going to happen. It's going to be so much pressure that it's going to explode. Now, here's what happens in a pressure canner. It's either sealing and preserving and protecting and prolonging what's on the inside of there, or it's going to explode. Now, the same is true for us in life. When we get into pressure cooker situations in life, God either works on us to preserve and to seal things and to solidify some things on the inside of us, or we explode. How many of you guys have been on both sides of that? I've, I've been on in situations where, man, God really sealed some things on the inside of me. And then I've been on some other circumstance where it's like, okay, that didn't go very well. And I just exploded over that one. So when we get in there, we've got to realize that, that, I mean, I don't want bad things to happen in my life. I don't want pressure situations in my life. I don't want trials to come into my life. Is there anybody here who wants any of that to come? Pressure cooker situations. There's nobody here who wants that. But at the same time, I've realized in my life that if everything is perfect all the time, I don't seem to produce as much fruit as when I have to go through sometimes. So even though I don't wish it, I don't want to go back to other trials I've had in my life and relive them, even though I, I don't like the pressure cooker situations, I do know that God can use those situations in my life. And I do know that God doesn't cause all pressure cooker situations, but God can use all pressure cooker situations. Can somebody say amen to that. Okay, God, what the enemy meant for evil, God turns around and he means for good. And so to help illustrate this this morning, I've got a, a quick video, so let's roll this video. There's something I want to tell you about uh, the stress and how we have to look at stress, okay? And I think it's an important thing because uh, many people have told me from my lectures, it's the one thing they remember, okay? 
And I was sitting in a dentist's office and looked at an article that said, how do lobsters grow? Well, I don't care how lobsters grow. But I was interested in it. And it points out that a lobster is a soft, mushy animal that lives inside of a rigid shell. That rigid shell does not expand. Well, how can the lobster grow? Well, as the lobster grows, that shell becomes very confining. Right? And the, kind of the lobster feels itself under pressure and uncomfortable. It goes under a rock formation to protect itself from predatory fish, casts off the shell, and produces a new one. Well, eventually, that shell becomes very uncomfortable as it grows, right? Back under the rocks. And the lobster repeats this numerous times. The stimulus for the lobster to be able to grow is that it feels uncomfortable. Right? Now, if lobsters had doctors, they would never grow. Because as soon as the lobster feels uncomfortable, goes to the doctor, gets a Valium, gets a Percocet, feels fine. Never cuts off its shell. So I think that we have to realize 